Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I've got Shaheen Sadegi. He's uh, with the Applications Group at Microsemi, and we're going to talk about the uh, Internet of Things. Obviously, it's an insanely huge space, and it borders into smart grid and smart traffic and smart home and all, but at the bottom and at the top, beginning and the end, it's the engineer. Right, Shaheen? Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Alex. Good morning. Oh, good morning, good morning. I mean, well, you know, the point I'm trying to get at is at the end of the day, someone has to sit there and design all of this, put all these pieces together, make sure they all work, and there are a lot of moving parts out there. Absolutely. The, the, really, the, the whole concept of Internet of Things is becoming into this big, massive thing that is exciting a bunch of people and at the same time is scaring a lot of people away as well. Um, so really what it, it, it entails is to, first of all, you have to have some sort of a broadband connection, uh, whether it's to your home or office or both. And then the other thing is to have the content and capability to use the solution around your home or office, and also for a variety of solutions. Uh, the biggest challenge has been really how do you move the broadband connection that comes into your home around? Obviously, Wi-Fi has been there for a long time, but then, you know, what are other means are out there? And this is kind of what why we are introducing the whole concept of incorporating PLC or Powerline communication into adding more capabilities into the overall solution and how you move the overall content and broadband throughout your home. Mm-hmm. Now, Shaheen, when you think about that whole aspect, broadband versus, I mean, even within wireless, as you point out, there's Wi-Fi, there's Zigbee. You know, a lot of people are using Zigbee now for the, for the wireless infrastructure stuff that's low bandwidth but needs the security. But then, as you point out, a solution that uses the best bandwidth available would probably be more intelligent. I would almost go as far as to say your office should have almost every technology up to and including IR just to use the most effective bandwidth depending on the connection and the distance and the information required. Well, so that, that, that's exactly the point. And, and if you really had availability of everything with every means of communication, that would be the best case scenario. But what is really the least common denominator in every home or office? Well, of course, it's your power jack. You have to plug whatever you're using into it. So if you can get the overall communication out of that as well, that clearly helps. Uh, but besides that, you know, it's, it's the overall, the, the concept of Internet of Things opens itself up to a bigger beast, which is now everything that you just talked about with regards to if it's a sensor or anything else that ha- is connected via Bluetooth or Zigbee or Z-Wave, everything, how do you connect all of these things together? Is it going to be 50 different dongles you're going to have to buy? Uh, and, 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 how, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, how complex and how costly is it really going to be? So the way we are approaching this, with, with one of our partners, ST Micro, is basically we're starting with one of the first things that people these days are looking into, which is the electric vehicle. So now you have an electric vehicle and you, to, you need to charge it, and that car from time to time requires connection to the outside world for firmware upgrades and things like that. So, okay, so obviously it was, well, let's use PLC, so 
you can communicate to your vehicle uh, via the same means you're charging it. But now let's look at it from a second step. You have this box in your home or office that is already connected to the web and it's talking to one media. Why can't you use that as your home automation solution for your Internet of Things? So again, bringing more and more things together so that the end user doesn't have to have multiple uh, application dongles within the home. Right, right. Now, um, Shaheen, I've heard, I've followed this industry for a while, as my audience knows, and I don't know if you, you know how, but, the, but that's not the issue, but the issue is that for over a decade, we've been getting uh, people trying to get us to use power line communications, and one of the big issues was noise and interference, and another was reliability, and I'm just curious how you've addressed those issues within the power line because power lines are notoriously noisy and issues with power quality also that impact uh, signal quality, correct? Absolutely. So you're, you're, you're correct about that, and that's predominantly has been one of the reasons why the deployment hasn't been as fast and the adoption has been a bit slow. So, so the way MicroSemi has tackled this is really we're working directly with the SOC partners and at the mm -hmm. same time with the st different standards committees. So while those guys are trying to solve the overall issues of getting higher higher speeds within the, the, the various uh, different means of standards within PLC, whether it is Home Plug AV, Home Plug AV2, the IEEE standard for PLC or even G.HN, while they're solving the, the spectral aspect of it, we've been really trying to solve the problem of actually delivering that data over a longer distances and more reliably on, on homes that have different loads, whether your wiring is different or you have different appliances attached to your, to, to your power. So the microsemi technology really addresses driving that signal from point to point to give a much better reliable solution so that it does address the overall noise and it does address also the delivery of signal over a longer line. Uh, we've built our PLC line drivers with our proprietary uh, bipolar process technology, which we own and build, and we're using the same technology that we have used for years for, uh, for DSL, uh, now on the PLC lines, and we have the ability to actually achieve very, very good data rates at longer speeds or, or at uh, longer, uh, longer reach. Now, what were some of the direct challenges you encountered in developing the solution? I mean, really, uh, clearly having the right process technology is a key thing here. And when you're looking at, you know, looking at, for example, when you look at the, uh, the home plug AV2 space, you know, you, you're talking about a spectral mass that goes out uh, close to uh, uh, 90 megahertz. So now you have to transmit your, 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 your data over a power line which has a varying impedance anywhere from 2 ohms to, you know, 120, 130 ohms and be able to, uh, to transmit that signal over that, that frequency span. Um, you need to have the right voltage. Uh, so really getting a, a process technology that has a, 
uh, high high speed uh, transistor switching that can deliver that signal without either clipping or or, or, or introducing more noise is is key. So our our key challenge here was really first of all uh, building the right process technology. Uh, we have a significant number of process technologists that have worked uh, on this process for a number of years. And then at the same time, being able to work with the designers to apply the models of those transistors to the actual design so that we can have uh, the most efficient solution, but also at the right cost points. Uh, because at the end of the day, if you build something that no one can buy because of cost points, that's not, that's not useful either. So we were able to actually get the design done uh, at the cost points that it warrants for this market. And as you know, the Internet of Things market is going to be massively deployed, uh, so we do need to have a solution that consumers are willing to pay at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, now, two things. One is there's no such thing as a, a knife that cuts in one direction. You know, this solution is created for a specific application uh, uh, well, not specific application, because obviously the IoT is a huge application space, but beyond the serving the application, most solutions have ancillary benefits that go beyond the simple, okay, we're making communication, and I was just wondering if there are any to be found here as well. Well, so, so absolutely. So so really, the fundamental thing is is, is connecting the, uh, the, the web to, to the end product, and that's where the, the, the PLC comes in. Uh, but where our partnership with ST takes us to the next step, and even the product specific to MacroSemi enables the other things within the overall Internet of Things, is now how do you use the solution for varying applications? So what we're adding here is what we're adding the concept of very reliable and good voice communication to your appliances so now you can use the solution either as an audio sensor or as a command and control where you can actually tell your lights to turn off and turn off or your blinds to go up and down. So now we're blinging additional appliances capabilities with command and control or even audio sensing where now you can hear your doorbell and take an action or you can, uh, you can hear your smoke alarm and properly reported to the authorities if you don't have a smart home already that is connected in that space and be able to reliably know that your communication is being done throughout the home and, and connected to your gateway that goes outside. But now it also brings in very good fundamental capabilities with a, 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 an audio command solution. So this is kind of how we're tying in the concept of Internet of Things to this platform, both from a communication point of view, but also bringing in one platform that connects to all of your appliances without having the solutions kind of mixed and matched here and giving you multiple products that you have to put throughout your home. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I always ask, or almost always ask is, as with any solution as well, we're not just talking about slapping it in and it automatically starts working. There has to be some dial-in involved. What kind of hand-holding do you offer the engineering community to the people who want to put your solution into their solution? What do you do to help them make sure that it's dialed in to the highest effective level? So, so what, we, what, what we really try to do is we try to, 
to, to, to deliver to our, our customers, which is the engineering community, a turnkey solution with our really our robust and proven reference designs. So we make sure that you know the the, the interface is is completely worked through with all with us and our partners. There is a proper API and drivers written, so when they want to connect it to their solution, they don't have to hunt around or spend a lot of resources getting that done. And we provide uh, hardware evaluation platforms that they can use in their labs to test the solution out before they take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's I think that's critical because. The best hammer in the world sucks if the handle's bad. You know, you have to really be able to literally grip it to be able to use it properly, and that goes for an intellectual or a software-oriented solution as well as a hardware-oriented solution, or in this case, one that is a hybrid solution. The other problem is, unfortunately, um, this being a podcast, we unfortunately don't have a lot of time to continue talking, but I definitely want to bring you back on the show to talk some more about this because Communications, especially high-speed, robust communications, especially high-speed, robust, efficient, energy-efficient communications is critical to a functioning Internet of Things. So I want to make sure that we can stay on top of that. And I know um, we won't go wrong bringing you back. But before we let you go, I always let my guests have the last word on my show. And it could be a little bit more about the solution or about the collaboration or about the space or just a tip for our audience. Uh, but, Shaheen, the floor is yours. Well, uh, th- thanks for that opportunity, Alex, and, and thanks for this, uh, you know, allowing us to talk here. Really, de- definitely, uh, the overall Internet of Things is a growing market. I think it's been uh, potentially overhyped, but it's getting there. You know, right now we're sitting – at 2015 and looking into the future, I think within the next three to five years, it's going to be in all our homes. Uh, power efficiency is something we all need to have, and having a very reliable communication throughout our home is also going to be key, whether we want to use it to uh, watch our shows via Netflix or whatever in streaming uh, video providers there are, or even use it for command and control for the products that we're going to be buying in the next three to five years. Uh, and we're excited to bring a solution like this that enables the overall connectivity of the products to everyone's homes. And uh, uh, we hope to make it better and better as the years go on and, and, and make it more power efficient as well as uh, better performing to bring better reach and rates. Well, I, you know, that's something I can easily agree to. That's not a very controversial final statement. I think you'll find a lot of our audience agreeing with you as well. So, Shaheen, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And like I said, I definitely want to bring you back. But unfortunately, for now, I'm going to have to let you go. Thank you, Alex. All the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us because we wouldn't be here without you. So tell your friends. This is Alex Pauls for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.